Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. And today I want to talk about when you have children with the narcissist, okay? So many people end up in this position, myself included, and I'm going to talk about my, my own situation and, you know, the narcissists around me and everything like that. But when you have children with a narcissist, it's probably one of the biggest nightmares you will ever go through, okay? It's one thing to have a relationship with a narcissist and you don't have children with them and it doesn't work out and it's like, okay, goodbye, good luck, I never have to see you again or whatever, block, delete, you know, I don't have to deal with you. But when you have children with a narcissist, okay, it is difficult beyond belief, okay? Like for myself, I was in court three years, back and forth with the narcissist. The narcissist showed up in court, lied to the judge, told the judge he had cancer, made up other excuses, told the judge I sent goons to his house. But thankfully, the judge was able to see through all the nonsense, okay? You live and you learn, you guys. But when you co-parent with a narcissist, okay, everything becomes difficult because a narcissist has a vengeance to make you pay because the relationship didn't work out. And the narcissist is going to use the children to, in a way to pay you back, okay? Number one, the narcissist is going to disparage you to the children. They're going to talk bad about, you know, you to the children when you're not around. They're, you know, by the way, you could take somebody to court for that. You, the, the other parent is not allowed to disparage you, okay, to the children, just so you guys are aware of that. That's why you need good legal counsel if you're going to get divorced, and especially if you're divorcing a narcissist, okay? You want somebody good on your team, all right? And if you can't afford somebody good, then you have to do your due diligence and educate yourself on the law and know the ins and outs. But here's the thing. Everything becomes difficult when you co-parent with a narcissist. And I, you know, I co-parenting with a narcissist who basically has a hands-off approach, okay? Like, for instance, the narcissist during the whole pandemic did not take the children. I have three kids, okay? Two of my kids are on the autism spectrum, and my youngest is um, nonverbal autistic, okay? Very challenging, and... You know, kudos to everybody out there that has a special needs kids kid because you are some sort of warrior. And you'll know what I mean if you've been around special needs kids. One special needs child is like having six kids because you always have to be alert. All right. Like, for instance, my my son, I have to watch. He doesn't run in the street. He doesn't know to watch out for cars. His form of communication is slapping the wall or jumping or it used to be aggressions. OK, so when you deal with a special needs child, you have so much more on your plate. You have to deal with doctors as they get older. You have to deal with psychiatrists. Um, a lot of people down the road, you have to use medication because a lot of autistic kids, as they get older, are dealing with very bad anxiety, okay? So it's very difficult when you're dealing with a narcissist who is not working with you, and narcissists will not work with you. A lot of times, and I've seen this also in the autism group that I'm in. It's a huge autism group on Facebook, you guys. And these people, they are some of the 
strongest warriors I've ever seen. But a lot of them will say that they were involved in a relationship with a narcissistic partner. And because they had a special needs child, the partner, you know, it didn't work out because narcissists are selfish. And when you have a child, you've got to put your child above everything else because children are innocent. They come into this world innocent. So you have to, you know, you have to make sacrifices when you become a parent. And unfortunately, a lot of people that become parents shouldn't have become parents. And who suffers? The children suffer because they have a parent that's not there for them. But when you are the parent that, you know, has the children, okay, you're the custodial parent and you have the children, you are going to do the brunt of everything. And how do I know? Because I do the brunt of everything and I live it every day. You guys, in the last two months, I was in an ER five times with my son because of medications, because doctors put him on medications, antipsychotic medications that were not right, that were having an adverse effect. And guess who was at that hospital? I was at the hospital. And guess what? I was the only one at that hospital, okay? Because my narcissistic ex leave, left everything for me to do because that's what narcissists do. When the times get tough, they're going to leave the hard, hard stuff for you to do. But then when times are good, like for instance, with my other two children that are easy to deal with and easy to take out to a restaurant or just take them on vacation... That's what my narcissistic ex will do. He'll want to, you know, take him to a restaurant in the city or go on vacation. You know, uh, like one of my friends, you know, she's an attorney and she's like, oh, just call him the Toys R Us dad, because that's exactly what he is. When it comes to special, you know, uh, gadgets or something like that. Oh, he's into that. Oh, did you see this gadget? Did you see that movie? But when it comes to the nitty gritty stuff, where you got to get down and dirty and you have to, um, you know, go to a doctor's appointment and you have to sit in a doctor's office or you have to sit in an ER for 24 hours and you've got to watch these people. And that's a whole nother case too, you guys, because healthcare today is a mess. There is a mental health crisis in this country and across the world because people are not getting the services that they should, and you want to talk about narcissists, just go to an emergency room or a healthcare office, and you're going to see plenty of narcissists. Now, I know it's not easy being a healthcare provider and dealing with what they deal with, but there's a lot of narcissists, you know, in these industries that have like zero empathy. For instance, when I was in the ER, they wouldn't let people back there. And some girl said to me, "My, could you please go check on my mother? She's in the hallway of the ER. She, she keeps throwing up on herself and they're not doing anything about it. That's just one example of what's going on today. The lack of empathy for people with mental health illnesses. But I'm going off tangent now. I'm talking basically about when you co-parent with that narcissist. Now, here's the thing, you guys, and I always say this, and this is for the people that don't have children yet or anything like that. When you get together with somebody, the first thing that should come into your mind is not how good looking they are, but if something were to happen to me, 
Could I trust this person raising my kids? And I wish that somebody would have told that to me, okay? Because I would have looked at my ex in a whole other light and said to myself, is this person really responsible enough to be able to, you know, take care of kids, be able to sacrifice, get up early, driving, drive them to school, multitask and everything like that. And when you're a single parent, you are on the go, okay? And if you don't have outside family to help you, it you really have to be a warrior, okay? You really have to have your own strength. And trust me, I know, because I don't have that support. I didn't have outside family. I had that, that really supported me. It was minimal support. Um, you know, my family had the attitude like, oh, you know, with my son, put him in a residential home. Oh, you know, uh, I got called the martyr, martyr because I loved my son and I didn't want to put him in a residential home. Okay. Uh, but I got called the martyr. This was more narcissism in my family because, uh, they didn't understand. They had no empathy for the fact that my son had a mental illness and, you know, I was trying to do everything that I could do for my son. All right. So how did I get my strength through all this? I got my strength through God. Okay. Because in the end, God is the one that's there for you. You have to have that internal spiritual strength to get through those hard times. And during those hard times, you're going to see who's there for you and who's not. Now, with regard to parenting with the narcissist, when it comes to everything as far as visitation or, you know, financial or anything like that, you've got to have it in black and white in a legal agreement so that if the narcissist violates the stipulation, you could take him to court. Now, courts really, you know, they really what courts are, are concerned about is, you know, financial. In other words, are they paying child support? Whoever's supposed to pay child support. Are they, you know, as far as the visitation, courts really don't care whether the other parent comes and takes the kids for a weekend. They can't enforce that. But if you have it in document, if you have it documented, it'll show the true character of that person down the road if you ever have a problem. But unfortunately, you know, this is the cross that certain people have to bear. And I'm one of those people that is bearing it, you guys. And my heart goes out to everybody that, that is in this situation that had children with a narcissist, okay? The narcissist that I dealt with was passive aggressive. I dealt with a covert narcissist that, you know, when he got upset, he would give his back to me on the couch, um, would not express what was on his mind, would go to a party with a face on, you know, whose mother was a covert narcissist as well, the kind of smile at your face and stab you in the back. So this is just one of the many narcissists that I know, and I know them so well. But the thing is, in the beginning, I didn't know I was dealing with a narcissist. I educated myself on this, and it just fit into place. And that's why I said, I know exactly what I'm dealing with. Okay. I dealt with a narcissist that was in the hospital that tried to pay me back by walking out of the hospital with a, a bag attached to his abdomen to make me feel bad and walk to my mother's house 
that was a passive aggressive way to make me feel bad because I said something about his mother. Why can't his mother pick him up or something like that? Because there was always that tension between families. Okay. So this is what you, you deal with. All right. And now I'm in a situation where I am raising my three children pretty much on my own because the narcissist doesn't get involved. The narcissist doesn't offer to help. The narcissist tries to take away your freedom. This is how they try to screw you over too, because they feel that if they play games with taking the kids, not taking the kids, guess what? That takes away from your freedom and there's not much you can do about that. But the thing is, you have to show your children love because when you show your children love, they're going to remember who was there for them and who wasn't. But the problem is, as children get older, your narcissistic ex is going to try to manipulate them. Now that you've done all the grunt work, you raise the kids, now the kids are older and the narcissist is older. Now the narcissist wants to come back around in the kid's life and, and be, you know, the fun parent, all right? And make you look bad. This is how they manipulate. This is how they manipulate children against you. But all I could say is do the right thing. And if the child is smart, you educate them on everything. They will see, you know, what's nonsense and what's not nonsense. But when you deal with a narcissist, you're going to have to deal with this person um, for your child's duration. Okay. Whether it's weddings, whether it's graduations and everything like that. This is just, you know, so you make your bed, you lay in it and you have to deal with it and you have to accept the fact that, you know what? I made a mistake. I married the wrong person. I dealt with somebody that's a narcissist. I dealt with somebody that doesn't know how to communicate. I dealt with a toxic family. Okay. But this is what it is. And in order for you to have your happiness, you have to accept your situation and you have to find your strength within yourself to move ahead and find other things in your life that will bring you pleasure, whether it's your work, whether it's doing things with your children, whether it's planning vacations, whatever it may be, okay? Understand this. You are not alone. There are a lot of people in situations like this. And I, I have a very close friend of mine from Chicago, and he's a survivor of cancer. And he, and he said to me, I look at the positive things that are in my life. And this is what you got to do. You got to look at the positive things that you have in your life. You have your children, okay? Who if you show them love, they will show you love. You look at your health. You look at your situation, the positive things in your life. And this is what, how you keep your head up. Okay, because when you're dealing with the narcissist, the narcissist will always try to make your life difficult. Okay, because you broke up with the narcissist and narcissists are very vindictive. They want to make you suffer. Okay, and they will use the children to make you suffer, like I've said in this podcast. But the point is, you have to, you know, you have to move on in your life and you can't get emotional with the narcissist. Okay. As you mature, you're going to realize that like people that are very young are, ve are more likely to be more emotional a lot of times because they let their emotions rule them. 
As you get older, you realize that, you know what? It's not worth it. It's not worth it to aggravate myself and argue with the narcissist. I can only do what I can do, and I have to follow according to the law with regard to my children what I can do, okay? If the narcissist wants to try to engage and, and, and be... Um, you know, put you down or criticize, you just, you disengage from that person. You don't even acknowledge them, nothing, and you document everything. If they send you nasty texts, document, 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 because you never know if you need it later on, if ever you have to go to court for any issue whatsoever, you need a paper trail to prove that this person is toxic, okay? And you watch what you say to your narcissistic ex that you have children with because they will use that against you as well. In court, they will use it against you to your friends and family and they will try to make you look crazy. They will play the victim. They love to play the victim. But here's the thing. Who cares what they say? They're toxic. And if anybody believes them, then they're either really, really ignorant and stupid, or they're in that narcissist's corner. But either way, it shouldn't concern you. Just do the right thing. If you do the right thing, there is nothing that the narcissist says that can hurt you. As long as you cover yourself, cover your ass in whatever you do in doing the right thing, there is nothing the narcissist can do against you. But if they cross those boundaries legally, then you take them to court, okay? If they stalk you, if they do anything like that, that invade your space, you get a protective order, okay? But if you're dealing with a malignant narcissist, you don't take them on toe-to-toe because malignant narcissists are dangerous. And when you deal with a malignant narcissist and you have kids, it could be very, very dangerous, okay? You have to get away from these people. You need a support group or support people around you to advise you, and you don't antagonize the malignant narcissist. You just get away from them, okay? But if you're just dealing with a regular narcissist, if they want to be petty, if they want to not text you back, who cares? Who cares? You just do whatever you have to do. Like, for instance, if you have to text them and tell them, what time are you coming for the kids? You text them. If they don't text you back, they don't show up, document, document, document. This is what you do, okay? And if they're not doing what they're supposed to do, according to your stipulation agreement that you have with them, then you can bring them to court and say, you know what, judge, they're not following the stipulation, okay? And then you have a leg to stand on for whatever reason it could be, whether it's visitation, whether it's financial, whatever, okay? But it is a struggle, and and you have to understand that. It is a struggle when you deal with a narcissist. And remember, when you deal with a narcissist, you're dealing with a toxic person, so anything that comes out of their mouth doesn't mean anything, okay? doesn't mean anything. Do not give them any validity whatsoever, okay? The first thing you say to yourself is, I'm dealing with a toxic person, so I don't care what they say. What they say doesn't matter, okay? I I made a mistake. I got involved with them. I had kids. Okay, now I got to deal with the situation, but I don't have to deal with them. When I deal with them, it's strictly business and strictly with whatever is in the best interest or best concern for the children, okay? And if you go that route, you'll be okay. And, you know, the less you you get into um, back and forth emotional things or name calling, just remember, when you start that, you're only going to aggravate yourself. You're not going to win 
if you think you're going to tell off a narcissist or anything like that, because they don't care. They're not listening. You're not going to, you're only going to aggravate yourself. You're going to make it harder for yourself. The best thing to do is step back from them. Just do what you have to do in order to get by and, and do the right thing for your children and for yourself. Okay. So I hope that helps you. If it does, please share the podcast and please have a great day, you guys. If you're having trouble in your relationship, or maybe you're dealing with somebody who's a narcissist and you're really confused, you don't know what to do, you need some advice or some clarity, well, I offer email and also phone coaching. Please go to the podcast description for the link on how to get email or phone coaching, or maybe you just have a question that you need answered. All questions will be answered confidentially. So go to the podcast description where it tells you how Yaz can answer your questions. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. Hi, you guys. I just want to make you aware that the Game Exposed podcast now has their merchandise available. You can check out the link in the podcast description. There's hoodies, there's sweatpants, there's t-shirts, there's cool hats. So go check it out. Link is in the podcast description. And follow Yaz on Instagram at dating underscore advice underscore Yaz.